0: From the KTOE Newsroom, I'm Robert Lawson. Case file data for 2023 was released by the Minnesota River Valley Drug Task Force. The year-end report includes 119 total case files, which is down from last year by five files. Total drug arrests were 107, which is up one from last year, and non-drug arrests were 57, which is up 32 from last year. There were 12 more search warrants at 147 and seven consent searches. Overdose death investigations totaled 15, and there were eight third-degree murder charges. Drugs seized and purchased included methamphetamines at 2,050.3 grams, cocaine at 1,569.8 grams, which is up 1,239.7 grams from last year. Crack cocaine accounted for 133.7 grams, which was up 103.4 grams, fentanyl and powder form There was 58.1 grams, which is up 49.6 grams from a year ago. And fentanyl pills, otherwise known as MBOX30, there were 5,945 dosage units, which is up 2,129 from a year ago. 102 pounds of marijuana were seized, 1,599 grams of THC wax, and 737.8 grams of THC edibles were also seized. 619 grams of mushrooms were seized, 733 prescription pills were also seized, which was up 336 from last year, and there were 21 firearms seized, which was up one from last year, and 12 children were placed with CPS. The task force also gave 34 presentations with around 1,785 total people in attendance. Approximately $834,200 worth of products were seized in 2023. Kaylee Richmond is expected in court today in Blue Earth County on charges of criminal vehicular homicide. According to a criminal complaint, Richmond admitted to racing another driver on Madison Avenue in August 2023, but her car hit and killed 66-year-old Jeffrey Alley Ward of Mankato. Her omnibus hearing is set for 2.30 p.m. today in Blue Earth County District Court. A portion of Holly Lane was closed yesterday between Sunray Avenue and Fair Street. It was temporarily closed due to a water main break. The road was later reopened. 41.5% 41.5% of Mankato business owners never went to college, which is lower than the U.S. average, according to a new release study by FLIPA. Business owners without college credentials are more common in some geographies than others. Researchers ranked locations according to the share of self-employed workers who completed high school or lower. Among the nation's 10 largest industries measured by number of business owners, the share of owners in the Mankato area who never went to college exceeded 50% in all but three categories, real estate at 23%, consulting at 8.9%, and legal services at just over 5%. Given that 41.9% of all U.S. business owners never went to college, the Mankato Metro has a below average share of business owners who forewent college. The city of Eagle Lake welcomed Lieutenant Mitch Gaylor with the Blue Earth County Sheriff's Office to his new post in Eagle Lake this week. Lieutenant Gaylor has been assigned to Eagle Lake where he oversees Sheriff's Office operations within the city. Gaylor brings 10 years of experience with the Blue Earth County Sheriff's Office where he held a variety of positions including correctional officer, deputy sheriff, and investigator. Gaylor also served as a firearms instructor, tactical team operator, mobile field force operator, and is also a prior drug task force agent. Greater Mankato Growth was awarded $40,000 from Greater Twin Cities United Way to help enhance existing work-based learning opportunities in the region and develop new ones. The funding was made available through a partnership between the Twin Cities United Way and Minnesota Chamber Foundation, which supports Greater Mankato Growth's decade-long history of making workforce development a priority. These funds also support the strategic initiatives of the Regional Economic Development Alliance, or RITA, to engage in workforce development and resident retention initiatives. Greater Mankato Growth collaborated with Mankato Area Public Schools on the grant proposal, and the district will receive $20,000 of the funding to support their work-based learning department. Greater Mankato Growth added additional staff to the economic development team to support the initiatives. They were one of 11 chambers of commerce across the state to receive funding under the program. Megan Rubel, Josh Weisenfeld, and Abby Lane joined the Tourism Bureau Board at the first meeting of the year for the St. Peter Chamber on Friday. The board considers grants specifically for promoting events with eligible funding, which doesn't include capital costs such as stages, musical acts, and other entertainment. Grants are designed to get visitors and other attendees to events by advertising through traditional and social media. The St. Peter Chamber also got together with chamber. directors from close to 20 communities last Thursday morning to talk about Beck's practices and share ideas. The quarterly gathering is sometimes called Chamber School to learn about what's happening out in other communities. Keynote speakers at the event represented the Southwest Minnesota Initiative Foundation.